Texas Football Today is a production of Dave Campbell's Texas Football and TexasFootball.com. If you like the show, help us make it. Consider becoming a Texas Football Insider, our subscription package at TexasFootball.com slash insider. Besides helping to make shows like this possible, you'll also get two magazines, including our legendary summer edition and a year of access to exclusive content on TexasFootball.com. That includes stuff like premium podcasts, our archives. We've got all 60 years of the magazine digitized, recruiting analysis, and must-see insights from the Dave Campbell's Texas football crew. If all of that sounds good to you, consider becoming a Dave Campbell's Texas football insider at texasfootball.com slash insider. That's texasfootball.com slash insider. And thanks for listening. The Texas Football Today podcast is brought to you by Chocolate Milk, built by nature. Make sure you catch Texas Football Today live weekdays at noon on texasfootball.com and on Facebook. And if you like the show, subscribe on the podcast vendor of your choice. Give us a positive rating and tell a friend. Are they on? They are on. Are you sure? Because it was working before. Oh, I'm sorry. Yes, yes, y'all. It's about a day. <laughs> from the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Mothership. It's okay, Mallory. Here in beautiful Louisville, Texas. It's Texas Football Today, a program that you watch sometimes. My name's Greg Tupper. I'm the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine, texasfootball.com, corresponding website. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Whether you're watching us live on texasfootball.com, on Facebook, on YouTube, or on Twitch, or you listen to us on the podcast, which you can subscribe to on the podcast vendor of your choice. Either way, thank you for doing your part. Support your local mediocre internet show. I am sitting here, sitting over at Mission Control today, making us sound good. My mal pal, your mal pal, everyone's mal pal. It's Mallory Hartley. Hi, Mallory. Hey. You oh, know, perk I, up, Mallory. Come you know, on, it's I've Friday. Messed up, I've messed up more today than I did yesterday, and, and yesterday is, was a stacked show. Look, so you're doing great. Here. Your boss isn't here. Your boss ain't here. You're, you're not wrong. You're, you are not you're good. wrong about that. I thought y'all were my boss. And this no, is this is the Dave Campbell's Texas Football High School Football Insider, Matt Stepp. Hello. Hi, buddy. Hi. Welcome in. Hello. Uh, today is Friday. Friday, December 3rd, <laughs> Friday. It is 357 days till Thanksgiving. Let me make sure of that. Oh, we're trucking right towards it again. 356. I know. You're already. 356. We're trucking along. Already trucking I need to pause. Happy birthday. To Hank Tepper. Awesome. My guy. We should have made some kind of Hank, graphic Hank, or something. Today is, today is the third birthday. Big day. Happy oh. birthday, Hank. Those, those, that three is a fun birthday age. He's, he, I think so, too. Be Hank woke, yeah, up, I think Hank so woke too. up at 6.30. Fired out of bed, cool. did he? Oh, boy. Uh, he Shot was out so excited. Yeah. I mean, he was So fired. excited. He, got to, he gets to wear a birthday crown at school. Yeah. He gets to bring cupcakes to his friends at school. Oh, yeah. He Good is fired. And, and then he gets to have uh, he gets to have whatever he wants for dinner, and what he wants is Panera Mac and Cheese. So he gets to have that Good for choice. dinner. Good I mean, choice. This dude is living yeah, He's living his, best, living his best life He is today. living his best life. Happy birthday, yeah. Hank. Love you, buddy. Uh, this is episode 1,200 and... 94. 94. Yep. On today's show, guys, we're going to do the uh, uh, we're going to do the um, oh, geez. Mr. Texas Mr. Football. football Player of the Week. We're last one the of the year. Dairy Max built by Chuck Milk Assistant Coach of the Week. Mm-hmm. Last one, last of, the one of the year. And then it is Helpful Honda Mailback Friday. We are going to answer your questions about high school football, college football, recruiting, lifestyle, romance, the Memphis Grizzlies. If you have any questions, yeah, fire away. 
comments, Facebook, YouTube, uh, Twitch. I'll, I'll look on Twitch. We prefer YouTube. We prefer YouTube, but yeah. uh, we, if you if you ask a question anywhere, we will find it. If you're on Facebook, Facebook, YouTube, or Twitch. If you're on Facebook, come over to YouTube. Hang out with us. On, hang out with the cool um, kids on YouTube. I'll, I'll monitor Absolutely. Twitch. So if yeah. you got any questions on Twitch, I will, I will do that. So anyway, make sure you, you be quiet too. Uh, the call I was getting in the pre-show is... Hank is going to get a call from the Paw Patrol today. Oh. Like, there's a thing that you can do. Yeah, that, like, yeah, they'll yeah, call yeah. and be like, "Hey, we wanted to wish Hank yeah. a very happy birthday. <laughs> it's a pawsome birthday for <laughs> Hank." Yeah. Uh-huh, yeah. So that's what that that call yeah. was. He's, like some so... guy with their like gravelly, smoky voice. Yeah, Hank. Exactly. Uh, exactly right. All right. That's cool. Um, let me know. Uh, well, let's start. Rather, I'm all over the place. Let's start with this Dave Campbell's Texas football in conjunction we're not going to do first four through the door oh do we have first four through the door? We absolutely sure do, as every day. Rob Hadaway, Aaron Arbuckle, Daniel Agnew, and Coach Crawford. Welcome in, fellas. That's, uh, 14 or 13 and 0. Abbott Panthers. Woo! Big game tonight. Yeah. Tonight? Ooh, I, hold on. I, I believe those, so. Yeah. I have, I've got evil, the things pulled. I got it pulled up. Evil May. Yeah. May flower. Uh, no, Saturday. He's got the he, he didn't have to worry. Saturday. It's in Dublin. Saturday in Dublin. That's right, they're they're off next week. Yeah, they're they win. Yeah. So, yeah, they can play yeah. whatever. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, we appreciate you guys hopping on. Malpal, Dave Campbell's Texas Football in conjunction with the Texas Bulls, proud to present the Mr. Texas Football Player of the Week Award to the most deserving high scorer in the state of Texas. Each uh, Monday, the Texas Football staff mm-hmm. nominates... 10 deserving candidates for that week's award based on the previous week's on-field performance. We then leave it up to you. Voting at TexasFootball.com goes until Friday at noon. It is now Friday at noon, and we are now ready to announce the winner. The Week 14 Mr. Texas Football Player of the Week is... Brock running back Cutter Wilson, who ran for 295 yards and five touchdowns in their romp over defending state champ Jim Ned. Congratulations to all the nominees. Denton Geyer quarterback Jackson Arnold, San Antonio Brennan quarterback Ashton DuBose, Corpus Christi Flower Bluff quarterback Nash Viegas, Crosby wide receiver and defensive back Cameron Kirkwood, Academy quarterback Casey Mraz, Aubrey running back Braylon Colgrove, Gilmer quarterback Brandon Tennyson, Tomball quarterback Kale Helms, and Marlin quarterback Desmond Woodson. But a very special congratulations to the Week 14 Mr. Texas Football Player of the Week, Brock running back Cutter Wilson. Very well-deserved young man, and uh, I imagine he's having a nice day today, They're too. having a yeah. great well, he, day today. Uh, Cutter got hurt in the first quarter oh, no. and did not come back into the game last night, so fingers crossed for yeah. him next week. Hopefully okay. he's going to be okay. But he, your Player of the Week. So yeah, that's, he, and that's that is, cool. he is certainly and you get a dub, that. so yeah, you're, you're having a good Friday. And it's Friday. You're having a good day. All right, one more thing to do, Malpel. Derry Max and Dave Campbell's Texas Football uh, proud to team up this year to honor excellence in coaching and the hard work that assistant coaches put in on behalf of their teams. Each week, the Texas football staff nominates four deserving assistant coaches for the Dairy Max built by Chocolate Milk Assistant Coach League. Assistant Coach of the Week, rather, and let fans decide on the winner via Twitter poll. It all leads up to the Dairy Max, built by Chocolate Milk Assistant Coach of the Year, decided at season's end. Season's end is coming nigh upon us. Sadly. Your Week 14 Dairy Max, built by Chocolate Milk Assistant Coach of the Week is... Alamo Heights defensive coordinator Jordan Ricker. The Mules' defense shut down Marble Falls' slot T attack, holding the Mustangs to just 214 yards total offense in a 10-7 win. Congratulations to all the nominees. Gunner offensive coordinator Jordan Gill, Austin Westlake defense coordinator Tony Salazar, and Burton offensive coordinator Clinton Smith. But a very special congratulations to the Week 14 Dairy Max, built by Chocolate Milk Assistant Coach of the Week, 
Alamo Heights defensive coordinator Jordan Ricker. Very well-deserved coach. Big Except game. Back, yeah, back-to-back -back slot T offenses. They yep. got the Marble Falls last week, and now they have to get Liberty Hill this week. So. Um, okay, we're Texas football today. We're a show. We talk about football in Texas. And stuff. We're every week at noon. Um, all righty. So, let's talk, before we get to Helpful Honda Mailbag Friday, mm -hmm. let's talk a little bit about last night. Let's do some week, some, some Thursday night cleanup. Yeah. Let's start, of course, with the big game. Motley County beats Klondike. Uh, they, we have our first state semifinalist, or I'm sorry, state finalist. We have our first mm -hmm. of 24 tickets to be punched to AT&T Stadium. Motley County, the number one team in the state, uh, takes down Klondike. I believe that game ended in the third quarter via Mercy Rule. Mm -hmm. um, but they get the win. Congratulations to the Matadors, who will go to AT&T Stadium. Remember, they get the Super Bowl week. They get the mm -hmm. whole week mm -hmm. off. Uh, and so they will uh, they will await the winner of tonight's game between Strawn and Richland Springs, which is a certified banger. Yes, it is. Um, and then you were at a game last night. I you was. were at you were at uh, Globe Life Field. Yeah, was at the You're Gilf. At the Gilf with uh, some of my media oh, buddies. Oh, the field! Wow. Uh, Mike Roach and Guy Frazier and Jason De La Rosa mm -hmm. and Darren Lauber from the Star Telegram and yeah, uh, it was all Brock. It was a uh, mm -hmm. I think they. Missed a field goal on their first drive, and then Whitesboro threw an interception like on the second play of the game, and Brock scored two plays later, and it was pretty much over after that. I mean, yeah. it was a – Brock was really good last night. They were really sharp, and uh, they looked every every bit the part of a state title contender. That they, team, they blew Whitesboro away. They look um, devastating. No hangover from the gym. No. blowout at all. They were they were mm -hmm. sharp from the gym. Now, and, and, and you know, we mentioned Whitesboro. Shout out to them. Great season for them. Yeah, great year. Nine, um, nine and five regional finalists. I mean, it's unbelievable. Cody Fagan's done an unbelievable job there. Prob I mean, not probably. It's the best season in Whitesboro program history. Oh, yeah. By pretty considerable mm -hmm. margin. Mm -hmm. um, but we thought, okay, Brock, they'd already played them as a district rival. They'd already played them in, in district play. Uh, they beat them. Pretty soundly then. It was it was 21-21 at the half, and then Brock, I think, pulled away for like 42-21. There was not that early start for White Whitesboro this week. So. Brock looks sharp. Brock looks mm -hmm. like the team to beat in three division one right now, in my opinion. I don't know how you feel. Um, They're they're right there. I mean, they're right there. Yeah, I, I, I think a Brock-Mount Vernon or a West semifinal would be a lot of fun. I think though. it would. I think no matter what, it'll be fun. Mm -hmm. Anyway, um, were there any other games last night? <sighs> I think that was it. Yeah, I think so. Nothing really super Oh, exciting. Oh, there was one more. Oh. Um, <laughs> it was in Victoria last night. It was live on TexanLive.com. Uh, Great the, job by our buddy Trevor Bullard. The Yes, really mm -hmm. good job. The final score, uh, Shiner 55 and Refurio 14. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I didn't see that one coming. Now, I picked Shiner. We were on opposite ends of this, mm -hmm. which I think spoke to the, uh, the uncertainty was of it. toss-up game. Toss-up game. Let me be just blunt about it. This was... I, I said it on Twitter, and I'll say it again. That is maybe the most impressive result mm -hmm. in Texas high school football this season at any level. Because Shiner... There's a case we made that Shiner probably could beat anyone into a Division One outside of... I mean, it's not Shiner. Refurio. Refurio might be the second or third best team into a Division One. Yeah. And Shiner... Just bludgeoned. Shiner them. did. Here's here's the highest compliment I can pay to them. Shiner beat Refurio like they've just beat everybody else. Yeah. Like they just like yeah uh huh it was it just went out there and mowed them down. It was wild to watch. Mm -hmm. I mean, so so uh, Shiner I believe Shiner goes three and out their first possession. 
Um, there was a, and then uh, Refurio goes three and out. They kind of trade, they're kind of feeling each other out. Shana goes on this nice drive. They get, I think, a long run that sets them up. They, they end up punching it on third down. It's seven nothing. Get another stop. I think, oh, they got an interception. That's yeah. right. They got an interception that set them up in business again, deep in ter- Shiner territory. They punch in for uh, 13 nothing. Refurio comes right back. It's long pass. Long pass. They have a nice drive. They go down there and they score, and it's 13 7. And I think everyone in, in America yeah. is thinking, game on. This mm-hmm. is exactly what we want. And that was it. Like, yeah. we didn't realize that that was actually the moment that the game was going to be over. Yeah. Because Shiner gets the ball, Dalton Brooks long touchdown run. Another stop. Dalton Brooks long touchdown run. Yeah, and it was like a <laughs> Another stop. Doug They're Brooks nuts. long touchdown run. And suddenly you look up and it's it's 35 to 7 at half, I think. Yeah, it was 35 35 7 and you're like, "What in Is the hell going am on?" I <laughs> mm-hmm. It and was it, it was impressive. It didn't dawn on me until like the fourth quarter. I was like it actually cuz Refurio got the ball to start the second half. And once they got stopped then, and Shiner went down and scored again, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, oh, they're just going to kick the dog out of them. Just like they've done everybody else this year. It was jaw-dropping. Yeah, they treated Refurio like any other team. Like three rivers. And I mean that in a nice way. I like three rivers a yeah. lot. But Shiner, pl- or Shiner played three rivers, and Shiner beat three rivers handily. Mm-hmm. And Refurio's really good, guys. Yeah. Um, I, it was, I was in. It was stunning. It, w- it was. Stunning is the word. Like... That is the uh, I'll, I'll, that's the second. It's tied for the worst uh, playoff loss in Refurio history. Back in you got to go back to 2015 when they mm-hmm. lost to that Canadian team. That one was the best such teams, a, pound for pound, one of the best teams of all time. Uh, a juggernaut. Mm-hmm. I mean, guys, this Refurio team's really good. Uh, they held. I, 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 the, the stats are, are gobsmacking. They they held Refurio 48 points under their yeah. under their offensive average. Yeah. They scored more as they scored more points against Refurio than Refurio had allowed in their last 10 games combined. It's crazy. It, it was, and it, it just all the adjectives you want, all the superlatives you want. It was it was impressive. It, it was, was. Didn't the Brooks brothers uh, like account for every oh, single touchdown? I have the too, stats. that they. Yeah, they had, that's yeah, just Dalton had nuts. six and Doug had two. If you're interested in, in the final stats. Uh, Dalton Brooks uh, carries the ball 22 times for 384 yards and six touchdowns. Seems solid. Uh, Doug Brooks carries the ball eight times for 179 yards and two scores. Okay, so those the Brooks the Brooks family uh, ran for 550 yards. So, do you even need a quarterback at that point? Can you just run the wildcat every single they threw on the (laughs) every single play. play? They threw the ball. Oh, good. They threw threw on the opening play, and it was a good defensive play by the Refurio defense back. It was step for step with with them. They were trying to get like a seam route, hit, kind of punch him in the mouth, and that set him behind the chains. We had talked all all week about how first and ten was really important. Some behind the chains, Refurio was able to kind of pin their ears Mm -hmm. back and and stop him from there. And I think they threw on third down because it was like third and eleven or something. It might have been had a penalty. But then they came back out in that second drive. They were like, no, we're going to get back to what we do, mm-hmm. which is we're going to give the ball to Dal- Doug, Dalton Brooks. We're going to give the ball to Doug Brooks. And yeah. it was a – It was something to behold. Yeah. Astonishing. Yeah. An astonishing. And so and I now – Refurio just got – they got down early, and you could tell they had never been in that spot before. Mm-hmm. There, I think there was some panic there. Their yeah. Freshman quarterback was probably way out of his depth in this game. They tried to bring the Hesseltine kid back in the game who was the quarterback last year. He was clearly rusty because he's been out for a good portion of the year with injuries, and they just couldn't block Shiner. No. Their offensive yeah. line could not block Shiner's defensive line, and whoever which is, was at which, quarterback. They tried three different guys at quarterback, and they were all running for well, their lives. And that's the thing is, is 
and, and this is to be very clear. Refurio's offensive line is really good. Yeah. <laughs> like that, like they have dominated all year long, and and so it was a a staggering result. Let's also for a moment, and we'll, we're happy. To, we'll take your questions here on Helpful Honda Mailback Friday here in just a moment. Victoria, and 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 the 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 crowd and stuff like the scene. That was that was Nuts. a scene. That is my favorite thing. Peak Texas high school football. <laughs> like my right there. favorite thing. Yeah, I love games like that. Is when it's just like a big crowd for a game like that. I mean, they were like the. I think the fire marshal said there were like eleven thousand three hundred people there because I'm pretty sure he has to say that. Yeah. Because otherwise, it's like, oh, we're over capacity. Mm-hmm. I bet there were thirteen thousand people there yeah, last night. People. And how many? How many together were did, did a Shiner and Furio have in in attendance oh, in the town? Five, yeah, less than five. Like right at five thousand. Yeah, the combined. Yeah, the combined um, population of those two towns is about five thousand. <laughs> and by the way, people just love their their high school football. By the here. way. It's a Thursday night, and that's not a quick drive for either Shiner. Right. About, I think it's about right at an hour for both. Yeah. Give or take. Jeez. Um, yeah. Unbelievable. But, you know, that's one of those deals where people from Victoria, Hallettsville, Port Lavaca all came to this game. Like, this mm-hmm. is all the surrounding – that's why those crowds got so big because it was – The neutral. People from all the, all the neutrals showed up for that. Awesome. It's one of those games where the, new, the neutral's interested in. Congratulations to Shiner. They await the winner of Timpson and Centerville, where you'll be tonight. Yes, I, I'll be in Jacksonville tonight for Timpson and Centerville, so I may have a decent read on the Shiner, Shiner versus the winner game. Mm-hmm. It'll be fun. All right, Malpal, it's time for Helpful Honda Mailbag Friday. The North Texas Honda dealers want to help you score some great deals on award-winning Hondas. Stop by your helpful Honda dealer today or visit ntxhondadealers.com to learn more about Hondas. Love you, Honda. Love you. Love you, Honda. I would like an Accord, please. You heard the man. I think you said that last time. I love Accords. They hold their value. They're they do. amazing cars. Yeah. So please, Honda, if you'd like to donate an Accord to me, I will gladly drive it around all the time, and I will take pictures of it and put it on my Twitter feed. That's me asking for a free car. Yes, Matt Step right here. If you got questions about high school football, college football, recruiting, lifestyle, romance, travel, anything, uh, the Memphis Grizzlies, let us know in the comments, Facebook, YouTube, or Twitch. Uh, let me start with this because I think this is important. This is time sensitive. We have a question on Twitch from Christopher who asks, what should I get for lunch? I'm in mission. Mission? I like Ace's. Um, it's, called, it's called Ace's. They have great brisket tacos there. It's like a barbecue Mexican food fusion place. Mm-hmm. Ace's. Okay. Malpal, do we have any questions? We have quite a few. Okay. Let's go. We'll start out with the Texas high school football question. Cuero versus Ruanamo. Did I say that right? Yeah, Navarro. Ruanamo, Navarro. That's okay. what I thought. Okay. Good job, All right. Mallory. Great thanks. Job. Thank you. That's I'm not good at If the, you know anything about me, I'm not good at pronouncing things. It's a it's a that's a mistake everyone makes one time. <laughs> everyone except Mallory. Everyone except Mallory. Mallory. Swish. Um all right. Geronimo Navarro and Cuero. Yes. This is the only non-district rematch that we have this mm-hmm. year or in, in the regional finals. Uh, these two played back in like week four, and it was a fantastic game. Navarro wins 29-27. Mm-hmm. Um, there is ample reason to believe that both these teams have improved since then. Yes. Um, Cuero's... I, what I what impresses me most about Cuero is I think their offense has really figured out. They had some young pieces uh, that they had to work in. Um 
uh, on the offensive line and, and kind of kind learning of, that system that Jack Alvarez runs. He, Jack Alvarez hates to dub that offense a name. He's it's not the Wayne T step. You know, he kind of yeah. does that. He goes, it's it's the we're gonna run it where they ain't. We're gonna throw it where they ain't. Yeah. offense. And I was like, oh, it's, it's, a, like, a it's cool like an offense. ace offense. They, they, they base out of the ace, two tight ends, one running back, two yeah. receivers. It's a very balanced offense, yeah. and they do a great job spreading the ball around. And yeah. then I think Quero's starting to figure out the nuances of that offense, and their yeah. kids are comfortable in the scheme. Um, and that's going to be the challenge. Now, and uh, the other thing, the reason, so I picked Quero. As did I. A few different reasons. One, I think it's good, hard to be a good team twice. Mm-hmm. And they're evenly matched. Um, and especially with a game like this, where Quero has seen the slot T, they they are, um, the, you know, the slot T is the devil, but it, it, seeing it the second time gives you a little bit, I think, of an advantage mm-hmm. that you should be able to hold things down. I think I like Quero in a close one. I think it's going to be very tight. Uh, Navarro has looked – Navarro's defense has been very solid, and I think that's going to be the real challenge for Quero is can they get that offense – uh, can they continue the hot streak they've been on yeah, offense? I agree. I'm kind of with you in this game. I think it kind of goes. I I think a big player in this game is Quero quarterback Jerry Rossett. I think in they're not going to ask him to throw the ball 30 times, but they're going to ask him to throw it about 12, mm-hmm. and he's going to need to be on the money. Yep. If he's on the money, Quero's cooking. But this is a really good Geronimo Navarro defense. I think it's going to be a fantastic game. What's next, Mal Pal? We'll stick with that same subject, Timson and uh, Centerville tonight. Um, I think Centerville is going to try and duplicate the game plan that Beckville had last week, which was basically keep the ball away from Take Timson. Take uh, you know, Centerville is a lot more built for that than Beckville is. Beckville is not really built for that, um, but Beckville was just running up against somebody a lot more talented mm-hmm. than them. Timson is going to be a lot more talented than Centerville, so Centerville is going to have to constrict the game and hope Timson makes a couple of mistakes because that Timson offense with Courtney and Terry Bussey, they're they're loaded. Yeah, Timson is is a dynamo, and I think Centerville's best shot is to try to you know hold Timson to two to three possessions a half and hope in those two to three possessions that they turn the ball over and or you get stop. off schedule, get a holding mm-hmm. penalty, and then Centerville is has to be darn near perfect so yeah. i think timson's a pretty big favorite in this one centerville's got one path to victory and they, they're gonna have to have a lot go right yeah it's it's it there is a path but it's a narrow one and they mm-hmm. gotta be sure you you walk it there's really no margin for error for can't them. wait to go to this game to see the tomato bowl i've uh, not been to the tomato I've, i haven't been to, been to the tomato bowl since 1998 wow i want to go and they renovated yes. it in cool. 20 2018 recently. yeah recently yeah so i went my freshman year of college because i was dating a cheerleader at jacksonville Ooh. i went to their homecoming game yeah the match she was a senior so it was only a year difference the matt step romance thing is uh every every if you have any romance questions please direct them Mallory to step Marley. i'm married i'm so washed i don't have, <laughs> i'm so yeah direct them all to me, my please. moves direct them, are all direct them to mallory if you have gone. romance questions it's uh it's mallory yeah, but i did yeah so I've, i haven't been since 1998 so i'm fired up what's next pickle Ugh, Mallory, but it's, you called her. Pickle. You can see it's the same. It's the same. Uh, so I did not know this, but Abernathy and Roosevelt are playing at Jones AT and T Stadium. Mm-hmm. So do we think that's going to be a good enough game to where the stadium will be half full or maybe a little half empty? No, that's, that's stadium. A, that stadium's too big. That's a fifty thousand seat stadium. Yeah, no, huge stadium. There'll be a good crowd. Yeah, ten thousand. There'll be ten, there'll be ten thousand people there, but yeah. it won't be like that. Uh, that game's. Interesting, because again, another another, it's a district rematch, and that game was a was certified it was a banger. Yeah. yeah, Roosevelt won fifty eight fifty six. I've seen Roosevelt in person. They are 
really hard to stop, man. That offense. That they, offense is wild ass. Yeah. I was telling uh, Jason De La Rosa from the Sherman Herald Dem- Democrat, you know, basically what you said. I was like, if I'm Gunner, I would much rather see mm-hmm. Abernathy because Abernathy is way more conventional mm-hmm. than Roosevelt. Roosevelt is the crazy guy in a fight. Yeah. You know, that offense that they have is Try, try, at least Abernathy has the edge, and they've seen it once. Mm-hmm. So this is their second week of getting ready for it. If Gunner plays him next week, Gunner's going to be like, "What the hell is this?" Yeah, you know? so it, it is. It's honestly, it's it's kind of interesting. And by the way, Gunner's got to get past Holiday first, which is no tree. That's a matchup of unbeaten's. But I think Gunner rolls Holiday. Um, yeah. We will. We will. Gunner's good. But one of the things about it is it's so funny. Think back to when Gunner really started cooking when they start when they when they kind of stormed in and won that first state championship under Coach Fizell. Everyone looked at that offense like, whoa, what is this? This is so weird. Like, mm-hmm. man, look at it. But they're so sharp with it, and they're so good at it. <laughs> and and now, if they were to see Roosevelt in the semifinal, it's kind of a role reversal mm-hmm. of, like, mm-hmm. you're the one being like, what are you? Roosevelt's the hot, the new hot girl. Yeah. You know, the new girl that comes into <laughs> class, and she's like, oh, oh she's new. She's oh, it's a, yeah. Gunner's like, oh, you're the girl that's already it's been a, here. It's, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's the, it's the girl yeah. from, it's the girl who moved in Yeah, exactly. The yeah. Like that. <laughs> and it like, works the same way for ladies with yeah. the guy when the guy moves into those oh, a new guy it does. yeah i guess did you ever go to summer camp did i ever go to su- uh yes i did quite a few times and I and, and what uh, i'm saying is that there is the uh, and, and you know you get outside <laughs> your bubble and you realize that there are people of the opposite sex or the same sex whatever, and you don't yeah. see every day that you don't see every day and you're like oh they're uh, yeah Bob, yeah but no no no, no 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 had a great had a great bit about it they called them beefos boys from other schools yeah <laughs> i'm like that actually works you know but it, it it's the worst when you're at like church camp, though. Oh yeah. Because you, you you you're yeah. not there for the, you're there, the boys. You're there, but you're, the, you're, you're there, there for you're yeah. there for the Lord. That's what I'm saying. So it's a little it's a little awkward, but okay. <laughs> Would you like to go to another question, Mallory? <laughs> Next up, we do have a Memphis Grizzlies question. Oh, All right, we'll I'll take it. Defer to our Memphis Grizzlies expert, here's, here's Mallory, Mallory Hartley. Let's go live to our so, Memphis Grizzlies insider, Mallory Hartley. Mallory. Yes. Uh, will Memphis make the postseason? Now, I have to admit, I don't keep up much with the regular season Ooh. just because it's it's a long season and there's so much other things going on at that time. Uh, they're a young team. I do know that. Um, you got Ja, Jaron, stuff like that. They're really doing well. Uh, they made the postseason last year. I think the year before, too, as well. Uh, they're on the come up. I'd say absolutely yes, and they're going to go deeper than they did last All year. All right. Right now, the Grizzles are in fifth place in yeah. the West. Ja's my guy. I love watching Ja Morant. Um, ja, for some reason, fun. didn't play last night. I they are. They are. Still sti- one by 70? Jeez. I believe they are statistically tied with the Mavericks, although they've played uh, hey, two more games. And, and, and they play next week. Or they play tomorrow. Grizzles. Is it in Memphis or in Dallas? Uh, I don't know. I would love to go, though. Let's find out. Hold on. Someone hook Mallory up with it. It is. Yeah, please, someone hook up. Uh, I love this game, too. It's at home. Because it's in Dallas. So you guys think I should go? Uh, I love this game, too, because I'm, I'm going to wear the jersey who wins this Saturday. I'm, I'm going to wear that to work on Monday. It might be kind of weird because I'm wearing it on Friday, but I'll wash That's it before then. That's so. very, very Nick Harris. That is very Nick Harris. Nick Harris. I do that with, with switching, Michigan State, too. Switching team so. allegiances. What's next, Malpal? We'll go back to uh, high school football. Lorena versus Die Ball breakdown. Yeah. Um, I think Die Ball's flying way under the radar. 
Um, I think this is a this is a die ball team that looked really impressive last week when mm-hmm. they beat Academy. Is that right? Yeah, they beat, they beat, um, beat the Swolbees in a bit of a wild shootout. Their offense is really impressive. You saw Lorena last week, two weeks ago, two weeks ago, mm-hmm. and I have been I have been riding the Leopards bandwagon for a while. I jumped on, and you jumped on. I jumped on at halftime of that game yeah. because I was like, oh boy, this team is really yeah. Um, I think Lo- yeah, I think Lorena is a favorite. I think die ball. We'll give we'll push them a little bit because die ball's fun and that they can score some points, um, but I don't know if they can stop Lorena. Lorena's really balanced. They're mm-hmm. really good up front. Their quarterback's playing well. I mean, this is a team. I think Lorena's peaking at the right time, so I think die ball keeps it close, maybe for a half. Mm-hmm. I think Lorena starts to pull away in the third quarter. I could see something like that. I, I picked I picked Lorena. They've kind of been my uh, my pick to click there in in three A Division one. Uh, let me tell you, I could be down. For a Lorena Brock title game, that'd be fun. That'd be fun. Yeah. All right. What's next? Malpal. Uh, you're about to say I it. I was about to say. You're it. about to say it. Uh, let's go Duncanville DeSoto. I'm always interested to see what we uh, hear yes. about this game, but it's it's always a classic. You've got to you got to talk about it. DeSoto's peaking at the right time. Claude Mathis has those guys playing really well right Just now. Just like and Allen. They, they brought in DJ Bailey in the second half of that Westfield game, and DJ Bailey was awesome. And mm-hmm. DeSoto's got playmakers, but it, it comes down to can they protect the quarterback? Can mm-hmm. they can they hold up against that ferocious front seven of Duncanville? Mm-hmm. If they can, game on. Plays are there are plays to be made against the Duncanville secondary, but if they can't hold up up front, Duncanville will win twenty eight to seven. That's mm-hmm. like Duncanville's Duncanville's not high powered offensively. No. They are not a dynamo on offense. Duncanville wants to bludgeon you. Mm-hmm. And so I think DeSoto is going to have to – if they can come out and score some points, they did last time. In the Dun- they got they got up 14 nothing pretty early. But then Duncanville kind of tightened the screws on them mm-hmm. a little bit. So I think it comes down to that again. Can can DeSoto's offensive line hold up and protect their quarterbacks? And, and how well does Matt, Matt – Matt Allen didn't play well last week against no. Westfield. He got replaced. What, is, what does DeSoto do? Do they start Bailey? Do they start Allen? Does, does Allen have a quick? Do they have a quick trigger on pull? You know, switching them out. What, what do they do at quarterback? One of the things, and I mentioned this, I think on Tep and Step back when they played Rockwall, because you were at the Rockwall DeSoto game, and that looked like it was. So DeSoto got up, and then Rockwall mounted this comeback, and I want to say, did they take the lead, or they came? They pulled within like two points. They and they pulled within three and had the football yeah, and had the football mm-hmm. and. I'll be honest. I was paying attention to that game, and I go, "Here we go again." Yeah, this is this is where Desoto. This is what, DeSoto, this this is where, what happens with Desoto? This is where they wilt, right? And they bowed up, mm-hmm. and that's different. Mm-hmm. That is different about this Desoto team. I wonder about that mentality. Um, now, Duncanville's different, a different beast. You they know are. what I mean? They are. And so they will need to. I think you're right. The offensive line's got to have their best game yet. If they do that, game on. Because I think you're right. There, there are vulnerabilities on the Duncanville offense. There are vulnerabilities in the Duncanville secondary. But the front seven is the final boss. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you got to figure that out. What's next, Mal Pal? Uh, somebody wants a uh, 2022 Rangers breakdown from you. Hey, Record man. playoffs. Let's Just, hear it because first I, of all, I can't help you. First of all, let's get out of this lockout. Let's have a season. season. There's yeah. that. Um, I love all the moves. I love spending money. I think it's great. You love spending other people's money, I right? I love spending other people's money. Yeah. Um, I, it's, like, it's very My wife weird. likes spending my money. Cause, my wife. Because the Rangers historically have not done this. They have not gone out there and been like big free agent no, splashy guys. Basically, choose their spots. basically, it was... A Rod, which I think everybody was like, oh, the, yeah, they signed A Rod. So, yeah, they did that once, and they signed Chan Ho Park once, and that's basically it. That's the history of their big, splashy free agent hires, uh, signees. Neither of them. And then, well. and then Beltray. Beltray are basically the three. 
to do what they've done recently is kind of shocking to go out there and to go get not one but two of the premier free agents out there, Marcus Simeon and Corey Seager, mm-hmm. they're going to anchor the middle of your uh, middle of your um, um, lineup, and they're going to anchor the middle of your, your Infield, defense. Yeah. Uh, Marcus Simeon, I think his glove is really underrated. I think he's a star. Yeah. Actually, it's not underrated. He won a gold glove. Um, the interesting thing is going to be at third base. I think next year you're probably going to see Isaiah Kiner-Falefa at third base, but I think what they want is they want that Texas Tech kid, Josh Young, yeah. um, who they drafted a couple years ago, two years ago, one year ago. Uh, they want him to be the long-term solution at third and so that would they kind of turn ikf into a super utility, utility. at that point um rotation still a problem they signed john gray they're gonna need to do more work there uh i kind of wish they would have gone after nick martinez who was coming back from japan he reminds me a lot of colby lewis what they did there anyway they've got some work to do there bullpen still a bit of a mess got to make sure you've stored those up but i love the moves there's hope. We're making moves. I think Cole Calhoun's a savvy signing money. too. So, uh, you know, one-year reclamation project, low-do deal that you get him out in the outfield. And if you're out of the contention, he's an easy flip at the deadline. Mm-hmm. Anyway, there's your Rangers breakdown. They're probably going to finish third in the West. All right. Cool. Uh, how about thoughts on College Station and uh, Denton Ryan? Are they playing? I think so. That's what I this have on week? my... This week? I'm getting you trouble. Uh, yes. I was like, I saw it on there. I'm actually the one who made up that question because number, I don't see any. So I was like, that kind of is... I'm curious. It's number one <laughs> versus number two in 5A Division One, And uh, people have heard me yammer about it. Let's hear you yammer about it. Ryan and College Station. So I think this comes down to College Station's ability to move the football on Ryan's def- defense. I think College Station is balanced enough on offense. I think their offensive line is good enough. I think College Station is going to move the football. Mm-hmm. The key is going to be can Ryan off- – Ryan's offense the last couple of weeks has shown some signs of, of, of life, which they hadn't much shown for much of the yeah. year. Yeah. So – I think that's going to be the key. I think can Ryan's offense continue their, their good play? And if they can, I think it's a close ball game. I think College Station's better on special teams, and that's the difference in this game, if, if Ryan's offense is playing well. But, I mean, I think College Station's offense is better than Ryan's offense, and I think they're just a more well-rounded team. So I like, I like College Station to win by 7 to 10 points. This is a really – Unless Ryan's offense is just Just cooking. no shows? No, unless oh. – or, or either way. If Ryan's offense is really cooking, then I think it's a pick-and-ball game. If Ryan's offense no shows, I think College Station blows them out. And if we kind of get par – for the mm-hmm. course for Ryan, I think College Station wins by seven to ten. That's the, the thing is, I think both these teams are 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 obviously excellent. I have more questions about Ryan than I have about College Station, which is why I like College Station. Mm-hmm. That that Ryan can absolutely win this game. They have to answer a few questions in the affirmative. That College Station, I think, I don't have those questions. About. Or their defense is going to have to force a couple turnovers, mm-hmm. which College Station is not. Jet Huff's a coach's kid, and he's a three-year starter. He doesn't turn the football over. No. So you have to force him into some mistakes. Exactly. It'll be interesting. And the other thing I mentioned, I mentioned on this picks video, Marquise Collins, who's been uh, the best player in Texas The last recently. three weeks, yeah. <laughs> last three weeks, he's been unbelievable. If he does what he's been doing the last few weeks, we can we can, we can can pencil into the next yeah. round right now. Because okay. College Station, if they're running the ball like that, it's game over. All right. What's next, Malpal? Question from Pickle. Thoughts on oh North Shore God. and Atascacita. Gross. <laughs> I'm, ha- I'm happy she's here. North Shore, Atascacita? Yep. Yep. Here's the thing. I would like to donate my knee to Gavin Session. Because the Atascacita quarterback, I would love to see full-strength Atascacita against full-strength North Shore Volume 2. 
I think that would be an awesome game. It's a great game the first time. And North Shore kind of pulled away late and ended up winning that game by 10. Um, I think it would be a great match. Green match. I think you are asking a lot of a sophomore quarterback in Zion Brown, the backup, to come in and go up against this North Shore defense. I think that's asking a lot. Uh, it's hard. It's hard to ask him to do that. For a task, Sita, I think their defense has got to be on point. It's got to be fantastic because here's the other thing. I don't know if you've noticed this. North Shore's offense, they are starting to go, man. Mm-hmm. The key for North Shore is the health of their – they've been kind of rotating quarterbacks around. They've, they've been playing a freshman. They, yeah. There's Wendell Mitchell and there's Caleb Bailey, who's the freshman. He's the brother of Jalen. Who's kind of the next mm-hmm. – you know, he'll be the guy next year as a sophomore for sure. Um, both of them are a little dinged up. So North Shore's used like five different quarterbacks yeah. this year because they've kind of been trying to find themselves on offense. Um I think if North Shore's quarterback situation, his health is good. I think North Shore, they've got a Tascacita's number, and North Shore's defense is just locked down. Yeah. And unfortunately for Tascacita, Gavin Sessions not playing. They're relying on sophomore Zion Brown, who has improved, but he's still a sophomore. And he's still going up against that ferocious front seven and, for North Shore. And more importantly, he's going up against John Kay. And John Kay, mm-hmm. um, John Kay is not kind to young opposing quarterbacks. He is, he is unkind to them. He is going to... He Such is a jerk. He is a, <laughs> he is a wizard of mixing coverages and disguising coverages, and he's got the dudes to do it, too. Mm-hmm. So that's what that's the challenge. Zion Brown can be a hero. He absolutely can, but it's hard to, it's hard to predict him to do that, or any sophomore quarterback, basically. What's next, Mal, pal? Uh, let's see. China Spring has a big game tonight against West Orange Stark. No, they don't. It's not a good game. Okay. Man, why are you doing this to me? I'm just trying to fill in for Pickle. Live up to her expectations. Let let her live. Let me me talk. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, back to my question. Uh, Yeah, China Spring has big game. Is West Orange Stark's defense as good as Carthage? As good as Carthage? Yeah, that's what the question says. Oh. Mm -mm. No. 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 But I I also thought Carthage may have had the best defense in 4A Division 2. Yeah. Um... And but which, I, which makes what China Spring did all the more impressive. I don't think West Orange is bad on defense, though, no. and I think they're better on they're more consistent on offense than Carthage. Mm-hmm. Carthage has been so inconsistent all year. I think looking back on it now, I think West Orange has been pretty. Cons- Elijah Gales has been really mm-hmm. good. He for has West been. Orange. Stark. We haven't talked enough about him. He's been and, great. And West Orange Stark's probably going to have a little little bit of what China Spring had last week against Carthage. They're like, hey, you know, we can play. You know, they beat us last year, mm-hmm. and and you know, West Orange in that game against China Spring last year, they were dealing with some COVID issues. They had some kids out. They're probably like, hey, we're we're full we're strength. a good team too. We're full strength. We're ready to go. So I, I think yeah. it's going to be a heck of a ball game. I think it will be too. I like China Spring. I think that they're going to be able to. Um, I actually think that this could be a relatively, not pointsy affair, but it could be in the 30s pretty easily, um, and and that that would be a really interesting ball game. Um, I think China Spring wins, but yeah. I think it's going to be a, a heck of a ball. Game. I, I think, think West so Orange too. is going to push them. I think you're absolutely right. I think I think that to get out of Region Three, especially if, and I'm sure Brian Bell has been warning against this all week, but like mm-hmm. if they let down factor, there's a big letdown. Mm-hmm. There's a big. Letdown factor. Uh, yeah, in play. Like coming off a big win, you know, mm-hmm. classic trap game scenario. I think China Spring wins, but I think it's going to be a great ball game. All right, let's do three more, Malpal. Three more. Okay, uh, we got a YouTube listener, Zachary Bolding. He is headed to Abilene tonight for the eighth showdown between <laughs> Wichita Falls Rider and Lovell Cooper. Mm-hmm. His question. Uh, has there ever been two teams that have ever faced each other eight times within four years? Has I it don't ever, believe so. Has it ever happened? I don't think so. Now, Argyle and La Vega 
had played uh, the last four years have played seven times. Mm-hmm. They would have played eight times if they would have met in the playoffs this year, but they're both eliminated. Mm-hmm. So uh, to, to my now and in Carthage and that Canadian and Gunner have played in the playoffs what five years in a row in the semifinals. Row, they never played never played in the regular season. So I think this is the first time we've seen eight um, eight games. I've seen the same two teams in four years. I'll blow up a spot, but I uh, I'll, <gasps> uh, Chip Darden texted me last night and he goes he was like man I appreciate you picking against us. I sent it to my captains. Stuff <laughs> yeah. like that. I was like, well, it's funny. Those two coaches. Yeah, they are. I bet you get that they're all good. the time. They're, they're funny, they're funny yeah. guys. Bindle, I, I talked to Bindle at Ryder, and he's like, he goes, he goes, man, I hate playing those guys. I'm tired of seeing them. He's like, he's like, we know what they're going to do, and they know what we're going to do. He goes, he goes, it just sucks. You know? <laughs> so he, obviously, they, there's a lot of respect. Yeah, that, they, but, they, they, I think they both have a lot of mutual respect. This is not a chippy rivalry. No, no. DeSoto and Duncanville is going to be chirpy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're going to they're gonna chat. You're going to see some hands. They're going to chat. Uh, this will. This is a. These are two teams. I think have a lot of respect for one another. Mm-hmm. I think they re- recognize how evenly matched they are, and yes. they're like, all right, we got to focus, focus up and play our ball game. So I was at their first Ryder Cooper game, and what, what the edge that Riders had the last three years on Cooper, especially in the playoffs, has been Riders' offense and mm-hmm. their ability to be balanced. This year, I feel like Ryder is a lot more similar to Cooper in their makeup and just how they go about their business, mm. being very physical, defense, run-oriented with Anquan Willis and running the football. But I don't think they're a, vet- a better version of that than Cooper is. That's fair. That's my take, just having seen the first Ryder-Cooper game. I just, I, you know, Ryder had the edge with Jacob, Jacob Rodriguez and that passing offense, and they had a Division One quarterback, and that was kind of their trick that Cooper didn't, couldn't answer. I don't think they had that trick this year. Here's my full analysis of this game. My full analysis was Ryder, or, uh, Cooper won in the regular season. Mm-hmm. These two teams are so evenly matched that I'm going to play the odds and I'm going to say that, that Ryder's gonna, they're going to split. And because it's that's, what two, that's what two of the last three years. Yeah, yeah. they've split. So that's, that's my full analysis. That was my entire reasoning behind my pick because they are. They're so evenly matched. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's impossible. They know each other so well. I know. You, you gotta, who, who comes up with a little wrinkle the it's other guy's a, not expecting? It's such a weird game to predict. Like It's just like, I don't know. <laughs> you know? Like I'm just excited to see it. All right. Two more, Malpal. Let's do thoughts on Lake Travis and uh, San Antonio Brennan. Can San Antonio do it? Uh, Bren- Brennan's got the city riding for him here. And, and I, I think this is the best chance for San Antonio to slay one of those Austin Giants Giants mm-hmm. in years. Yep. What a plot can say was 15 18. in a row? 18 in a row? Uh, 17, 17. 17. 17. San Antonio or uh, uh, um, Lake Travis has won 17 straight games, uh, playoff games against uh, San Antonio teams. Uh, now that counts teams like Smithson Valley, which we consider great. San, San Antonio, Antonio metro area. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we don't count like Kerrville Tyvee. That 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 is a little bit too far for us. Mm-hmm. But as far as se- like straight up San Antonio teams, seventeen straight. Um, they've just had them. I'm sure Westlake has a similar streak. Like, Probably Westlake has has dominated San Antonio teams. But Brennan's got that dude. Yeah. And they've got their defense has been really good. They got a safety that that's a, like a high rise, a quick rising prospect. Um, San, and this isn't Brent, a vintage Lake Travis team. This is a no. good Lake Travis team, but I don't think it's a vintage Lake Travis team. I'm just here to tell you, Brennan can do it. I don't think you pick against a streak, and so there's that, yeah. but yeah. Brennan can do it. There's a lot of other years where it would get to this point, and it's Lake Travis against San Antonio team to be named later. And it's and Lake just Travis like, by 21. Cool. Yeah. Whatever. We'll mm-hmm. see you in the we'll state see, semifinal. Yeah. We'll see you against North Shore. I do not think that's the case this year. Yeah, agree. What's next? What's our so final we got a question? good closer? What's our ender? 
So if you guys didn't know, we have a lot of games you can watch on TexanLive.com today Nine and tonight. tomorrow. Nine tonight. Yeah. Nine. Five tomorrow? I believe so. I've got it pulled up right here. Is it ten? Yeah, six so tomorrow. it's six. Yep, six, six tomorrow. tomorrow. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so let's go one must-watch game Ooh. from you guys. All right, let me pull apart. Me pull I'll tell you. So I bring my tablet with me to the okay, playoff yeah. games. What are you going to I watch? watch a game in the press box while I'm watching my <laughs> other game. Because I'm just a sicko. You're sicko. <laughs> uh, I am going to be watching tonight – Denton Ryan and College Station. That's, yep. that's what I'll be watching tonight right. is Denton Ryan and College I, Station. I, 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 I like that, and I'm not here to tell you no because I'll probably be doing a similar thing, but I'll be, I'll be channel surfing uh, on that on Texan Life. I I might – oh, boy. Here, here are the games tonight, okay, on Texan Life. Die Ball and Lorena, China Spring, West Orange Stark, Liberty Hill, Alamo Heights, Denton Ryan, College Station, Katie Pato, Fort Penn Hightower – um, Galena Park, North Shore, Humble, Tuscita, Cuero, Hirano, Monavaro, Tyler, Chapel Hill, Little Cypress, Murraysville, and the game that I'm going to watch, All right, Texas High and Crosby. Okay. I think Texas High and Crosby has a chance to steal the show because you want to talk about strength on strength. Dude, that Crosby offense, holy cow. They've been, they've been unbelievable. Um, but this is one of the best defenses in the state in Texas High who is just swallowing teams whole. I'm very interested in that game. So I would say Texas High and Crosby. The best thing to do is just channel surf. Go to Texan Live. Yeah. Uh, and just, you know, you're going to pick a game. If it turns into a blowout, bounce and go find another one. Or go multi-screen. You can. Yeah. And somebody yeah. asked uh, how you can get Texan Live. So Oh, TexanLive.com. Yeah. You go to TexanLive.com. Do you have to do slash in. subscribe or is that you're oh, just Texan well, Live? Well, we'll, we'll prompt you. The, yeah. Just yeah. go to TexanLive.com. You should get it there. If you go yeah. to TexanLive.com. Uh, yep. I mean, you have options. Just, there's multi-subscription options there. I say sign up for the one that suits your needs the best. Yes. Okay, I think you, you should do the one that is also like we have a, a package deal that you could become a Dave Camel's Text Football Insider for a whole year. Oh, too. we have that now. We do yeah. we have the, the combo package? We have the combo package. You should do that. Combo one. platter. You, you need can, to do that. You can one. become yeah. a All subscriber for that platter. and this, and, and you get a you get a, a discount on both. So yeah. you'll be as well versed. Whatever, whatever works you for you. It's the holiday season. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Um, yeah. Gift some gift the football fan in your life for Christmas a Texan Live in DC. The gift of football. The gift that keeps on giving. Mm-hmm. It really does. Okay. It really does. Right. Always Rob, does. hire me for sales. That's going to do Actually, it for do us. That. Thanks for spending a little bit of your day with us. Follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram. Instagram.com slash Dave Campbell's. And, of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. Thanks, Step. Safe travels. Thanks. Enjoy the football tonight. Thanks, Mallory. You're great. Mm. You're the best, Mallory. You're the best. You're my favorite, Mallory. That's 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 saying something. I'm your yeah. favorite Mallory. Yeah. You are. Okay. Cool. I like it. Vince Young, please get your player your trophy. We'll see you Monday on Text Football Today.